So I got to tell you guys a story. Let's get off the rails right up front. I went to dinner. I took myself to dinner the other night. As you know, I spend a lot of time alone. One would not think <laughs> that I, being the extroverted person that I am, high energy. Mm-hmm. I spend a lot of times alone. Well, you don't like it. Let's be clear. Sometimes I do, but okay. no, I, by and large, I do like to, if I'm going to dinner or whatever, uh, there's an art to eating alone, mm-hmm. you know, and just being amongst yourself. And so when I drive up here to be in the studio, I'm typically here Monday through Wednesday, or you know, if I'm on the road somewhere, I, uh, I like to eat a good meal, right? right? And you don't want to just eat garbage. And I've done plenty of that, eat the garbage through the fast food, because I, I, sometimes I like that too. <laughs> I love me some McDonald's, and I hear you cringing, but I do love McDonald's my entire life. My entire life, I've loved McDonald's. But anyway, um, I go out the other night. I'm over here in Plano, which is sort of kind of your neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Not not your community, but not Grew far up from there. you. Yeah. And I got a hotel room. and Because I, I went up there thinking, well, Sarah may get done mm-hmm. with her thing early. She may want to have a drink. And we low-key date. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> your husband doesn't mind. You know, we it's hang out. in the next room over. In the next room over. But um, I said, you know, Sarah may get done. So I'll, I'll go up there and kind of hang close. You were busy, and uh, no, I feel bad. No, no, don't. That's no, 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 don't. But I was there close to you, and um, <laughs> I went to uh, Capitol Grill over there in Plano. Now I feel really bad. I could have gone, uh, gotten a meal. And I go in there, and and I'm I'm back doing the no carb thing, mm-hmm. and so ordered a salad, ordered a steak, and uh, some spinach, and I'm having a great meal you know i'm drinking some don julio 1942 tequila neat it's it's expensive but it's you know it's just me so why not right i'm on a date with me and i know i put out (laughs) so i'm gonna get myself a little loose and easy but uh i'm watching the baseball game there over the bar and and i looked at sharon the bartender there she's a sweetheart i said i said sharon i think i'm gonna have one more drink i said but i'm gonna run the restroom and restroom's right there at the end of the bar. And I, I go over there and I, I go in the door and uh, I, I was like, oh, this is one of those places that just has nothing but stalls, you know, because mm-hmm. sometimes Capitol Grove, they're behind a door. It's got a, you know, a slatted thing where you can see down to the floor when you're on the inside and you turn the lock and it goes from green to red. It right. tells you it's occupied. So I grab the first one that's green, boom, go in there, shut the door and uh, um, yeah, do what I do in the toilet. And <laughs> I... Uh, little pee pee and um i started to walk out and i can see the floor through the slats of the door and i'm like god i always know when i'm in north dallas because these dudes wear the gayest shoes you know and then i'm looking through the slat and i start to open the door and i go man this dude is really metrosexual here and then i go there's nobody that gay (laughs) and then all of a sudden it hit me there were no urinals (laughs) in this room (laughs) None, not even one. <laughs> Fort Worth's men room at Capitol Grill has two. I was like, there were no urinals. That's not a guy standing there washing his hands. That's a woman. I'm in the ladies' room. <laughs> so I slowly locked the door back over to Red and I waited out. Oh my gosh. Now I've got to make an extraction. I got to get out of there. Now I'm going to walk out into a very busy bar area because it's wide open right mm-hmm. there, the entrance to the little. 
to the cocktail lounge. And how do you know that you're not going to run into a To woman? a lady coming in. And yeah. I'm like, you know what? There's only one way to do this. It's like, just hope for the best and go. Don't pause. <laughs> act like you know where you are. Act like you know what you're doing and pray you don't get arrested. <laughs> so I did, man. I launched right out of there. Nobody was coming. I waited for her to I heard her wash her hands. I heard the door close. Bam. Like, Here we go. Man, we're making our move. And so I get out there. I mean, I just walk out and uh, Sharon kind of glanced up at me from behind the bar. She was about 15 feet away, but she didn't she didn't register as I came out of the dark shadows, which door I had come from. <laughs> Successful. Was it a successful operation? I was operation? behind enemy lines, man. <laughs> you know, and this idea that people want to go and pee in a bathroom that occupy, is occupied typically by the opposite gender, I, like, you get something wrong with you. Yeah. Like, I've done that before. I wasn't drunk. I just wasn't paying attention. Like, I just, my dyslexia kicked in or something, and the M was exchanged with the F, and I went into the F. And I went in there, and I was amongst females mm-hmm. with very gay shoes. I'll tell you, I um, I went and I went to the Pride Festival to go <laughs> do the work that I did there. It was not, I'll give you a hint, it was not for fun. Well, I'd love to unpack that sentence. Then I went to the Pride Festival and it was, it very much shocked me because when I went to the bathroom, there was a big dude in there with a full beard wow. wearing a dress with a child taking the, ch- like changing the child's diaper or whatever. And I was like... This is so uncomfortable and I want to say something and I can't because I am behind enemy lines. Yeah. Like I was like, how do I win this one? You don't. Literally everyone around me is in total agreement that this dude should be in my bathroom. Yeah, because there not only is it accepted, it's encouraged. Right. Right. It was it was the most it was so uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, I try to be a respecter of persons. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy who is that uh, Blaze TV podcast TV host uh, who is always talking about um, protecting women's spaces and women's right. sports right. was caught in a women's bathroom <laughs> at a five-star restaurant in Plano, Texas. I don't know. Maybe that's what I should do. Give me, I'll just call it Alex Steining. That's what we do. Yeah. We call it Steining. Yeah, that's yeah. You got to like do dumb bit. shit yeah. to get yeah. a headline. <laughs> We're Steining. Alex has a police report. Yeah, but in fairness, the poli- that police report is bogus. Well, they didn't arrest him. Yeah, well, right, and they didn't. They claim they weren't going to press charges. Oh, uh, maybe because they were saying that he did something he didn't do, and he has video exoneration. Yeah. Well, Bobby Barack, or however he says his name, wrote that article about Alex, and he said, you know, he's one of the online comedians who's still out there doing funny stuff. I take exception to that, Bobby. Ooh, um, Bobby. I mean, I'm actually doing live shows. I'm a text Bobby. You know, I text Bobby. I don't. I don't have to go out and paparazzi harass celebrities to get a headline <laughs> i actually sell out theaters dude <laughs> but i love bobby and uh but he wrote the article and he was talking about how what's going to be interesting is if the wnba is going to get the funding because they can't fund anything they, the wnba would not exist without the nba subsidizing it right, right? right. so uh again which goes back to china 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 yeah. For the vagina. <laughs> so, <laughs> if if Alex had not harassed Brittany Griner at the DFW airport, they might not be getting charter planes. But now it looks like the girls might start flying private. I think she owes he owes him. I'm not sure of Brittany Griner's. Actual She's a girl. Gender. I don't know, but I think that Brittany Griner owes Alex like a fruit basket at the very. You know, least. AOC does too. Yeah, most popular thing AOC has done 
in all of her time in Congress is get called a big booty Latina girlfriend it's by true. Alex Stein. It's true. They I wanted to have I, Alex I mean, on. We thought about having Alex you. on. Yeah. And then I thought, I don't want to, because Alex will come on and talk about everything except what we're trying to talk about. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because I saw Alex, you know, if you, in the studio, you look up, there's a mezzanine up there where the offices are, because they, this looks like a prison inside here. It's like a, like a prison hallway. <laughs> they filmed there. prison break They filmed here, prison actually. break yeah. here. They got the bars up there, the whole yeah. thing. So if, if you're ever seen like a movie where you're in, or maybe you spent time in a prison <laughs> where, you know, the upstairs part has bars that go down the deal. That's the way the blaze looks over there in the atrium. So, Alex, I hear him go, hey, Chad. Because I never figure out what his testosterone's doing because he breaks all the time. Hey, Chad. I mean, you know, Brittany, Brittany, what do you think of the fair trade with the merchant of death? Do you think that, did you sleep with Vladimir Putin? Get off me, dude, get off me. I mean, I could be Alex Stein at this point, minus the height. And uh, anyway, so he's like, and I was like, dude, congrats, you got to, police report bro these are good headlines are you in trouble he goes no i don't think i think i'm in a little trouble but but i think the next thing i do is probably going to be really bad <laughs> like i'm like bro i don't get that man you know what he wanted to do he wanted to run out on the court yes i know and i said absolutely yeah, do don't not do that you will get arrested do that yeah yeah don't do that yeah <laughs> this ended up being far better too and it was perfect that the security uh guard was like five five the little beta guy yeah I'm like, was, and it was smiling through the whole thing yes but i mean not only are you not fending off alex stein if alex were to want to to cause any aggression which he clearly didn't you're also like no good to six nine britney griner <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. When you're sm much smaller than the person that you are s trying to protect, you probably, there's no and point you're to a celebrity. But The thing that bugs me, and this is what I talked about on the show earlier this week, was how they're trying to make a martyr and a victim out of Brittany Griner. Yes. Because again, and it's like, you can't, we can't allow them to do that. Right. Yes. Yes. Can't allow them to do that. Yes. Yes, because well, yes, because at the end of the day, all he was doing was asking a question. Like, you can't handle a heckler at an airport. Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah, this wasn't a high speed chase in no. Paris. No, with with Princess Diana. Right. You know. Right. Which was a hit job, by the way. <laughs> by the Queen. <laughs> we can say that the Queen's dead. You could say queen it if said. the queen was alive. I did say it when the queen was alive. We, we fought a we fought yeah. a war to be able to I'm, say whatever the I'm hell you want about the queen. Damn what the queen thought since 1776. <laughs> um, well, Alex is he's does what he does. It's it's good. Uh, let's 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 get into some comedian controversy here. You ready? You ready? Yes. Play clip number twelve, please. My country, Singapore. After we gained independence from the British, we were a struggling little nation. In order to survive, we formed a union with a larger, more powerful country, Malaysia. Where are you from? Malaysia or Singapore? Malaysia. Malaysia. Okay, yeah. You assholes. <laughs> when my prime minister went on TV to announce that you guys had dumped us, he cried because he thought we're not going to survive without you. But then 40 years later, we became a first world country. And you guys, Malaysia, what are you now? Still a developing country. <laughs> oh, boo. <laughs> you, Malaysia. <laughs> Isn't it the 
best breakup revenge. Now Malaysia, y'all trying to come around like, hey, Singapore, you're looking good lah. <laughs> and we're like, I know, but why haven't you visited me in 40 years? <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, I tried, but you know, my airplanes cannot fly. <laughs> <laughs> Malaysian Airlines going missing, not funny, huh? <laughs> Some jokes don't land. <laughs> <laughs> this joke kills in Singapore. <laughs> oh, gosh. I get a bad yell review from the Malaysians. <laughs> it's okay, they don't have internet. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Asians, by and large, don't like each other. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. The whole idea of... Uh, and I'll just say this in simple terms. The whole idea of racism to them, they don't have a problem with it. Mm-hmm. They don't have a problem with it. The, from country to country and different Asian deals, yeah, they don't. Mm-mm. We used to go to the Philippines all the time, and we had a friend who was of Japanese descent, mm-hmm. and he wanted to go because they were like mission trips. He really wanted to go, and it was like, uh, you know, in the Philippines, they really don't like they you don't Japanese like you. people. Wow. After World War II, they're not a fan. <laughs> and so they give him some of them glances because he'd go. They you hold know? grudges. Yeah, kind of. There's a lot of history there. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of history. Like we're hanging on to what I said about Queen Elizabeth, 1776. Mm-hmm. We're hanging on to 250 years. They're talking about millennia. Right. Yeah. China built a wall <laughs> to keep other Asians out. <laughs> so they don't. They don't mind about that. So they, they don't get offended by it like we do. Mm-hmm. All right. That's pretty funny. She's pretty quick. All right. For years, you've heard me talk about iTarget. If you have one, I'm about to take you to the next level. Uh, if not, well, this is a new product and it's something you need to get. Uh, if you want to, you know, wouldn't you like to go out there and do some of those competitive shooter practicing, the, you know, the timing drills out at the range? They're really fun. And uh, you could do that at home if you want to. And you don't even have to spend a dime on ammo. They have this new product called the iTarget Cube. And the iTarget Cube is fully compatible with your existing laser bullet if you've already got iTarget Pro. Or you can, uh, you can upgrade to the three-pack, which is a pretty unique training experience. You can compete with your friends. You can practice clearing drills. You can use random mode to test your ability to react. And the system's going to time every shot you take. So right now, I'll save you 10% plus free shipping with offer code CHAD. I spell it CHAD. When you go to itargetpro.com. Itarget comes in most calibers from 9mm to 223. So you can train in pretty much uh, with pretty much any firearm you own. It's the easiest and most cost-effective way to train, and it pays for itself in a single day. That's the letter itargetpro.com itargetpro.com and the offer code is chad we'll be right back what do you think about chuck grassley saying he's got recordings of joe and hunter and barisma talking about that bribery deal yeah saying that the the fbi informant has yeah uh i'm sorry the fbi informant said that this foreign national who we know is a Burisma executive has all of those recordings. I say, get us those recordings now. Well, he, you know, the Burisma person supposedly had them because they were like a insurance you know, policy. insurance policy, which mm-hmm. I would have that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I would have that. Mm-hmm. I hate it when my re- girlfriend records me when I'm mad at her, but it's pretty embarrassing when suddenly you're like, damn, I sounded like that. I want to hear what Joe sounds like when he's making a deal mm-hmm. with Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, two two of the two of the phone calls are with Joe. 
uh, and the 15 of them are with Hunter. Yeah. So I think we need to hear them. And quite honestly, what is the downside of for the Burisma guy to to roll over on it? Like he's already got his money. Yeah. Or he's already got the favor. And they've already got their money. Unless there's somebody in Ukraine who's saying, don't do that because it implicates other things. That's so. true. And, you know, we might stop funding their proxy, proxy war. Proxy war. Mm -hmm. We said it. But that's what it is. Um, you want to watch those trans breasts at the White House again? I just don't want to watch any breasts, let alone men's breasts, which I never thought that I would say in my life, but here we are. You don't want to see those again? No, not really. Twi can't twist your arm? Uh, you know, I'm questioning how much gay shit you've done <laughs> when hey. you continue asking if I want to see a man's breasts. I've only done like four or five inches of it. <laughs> the um, Real women don't have balls right here. Mm -hmm. Real women don't have balls. Mm -hmm. Just remember that. That's a mantra. I'm going to get that tattooed somewhere. Are you? Um, Nope. Uh, you get that at realwomensclub.com. I want you to play clip number five, please. So this is college class, right? Wow, Miss Clark. Wow. Why are you showing this to kids? They're watching a Pride video. They're watching a Pride video. Hey, I'll warn you guys now. If you're going to be inappropriate, I will have supervision down and give all of you a Saturday school for next year. So knock it off. Okay. <laughs> so the teacher threatens them with Saturday oh school if they don't quit being inappropriate. You're showing them an inappropriate film. Yeah. yeah. Hey, you know what's inappropriate? Indoctrinating kids into pride. All right. That's what I'm saying. Oh, my God. That's what I'm saying. That's not, that is the wrong kind of gay video to be showing anyway. Really, what is the, <laughs> the correct? Just, you know, a couple girls just hanging out, cleaning windows. Two girls, one cup? One thing. No, not that. <laughs> not ever, never, 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 ever, ever, ever. Don't you ever Google two girls, one cup. Don't you ever do that do in it. my audience. Don't you do ever, do ever. It. Do it. Stop it, Sarah. <laughs> no. Uh, do you see where uh, reading, uh, reading, however they say it, Pennsylvania, um, the mayor said freedom of speech doesn't apply in the case of a man who was arrested in the city earlier this month after trying to quote the Bible to a pride to pride rally attendees. So they came and shut him down. And um, Mayor Eddie Moran, uh, this was last Thursday, this was a week ago, said, um, first and foremost, I consider myself lucky to have been able to participate in the Reading Reading Pride March and oh, Rally. Oh, my God. It truly was a wonderful event. Mm -hmm. And um, I look forward to continuing to celebrate the LGBTQ plus percentage point <laughs> exclamation community throughout the month of June with regard to the incident the city respects the First Amendment rights of all individuals. However, <sighs> however, freedom of speech does not include the right to disrupt an organized event and interfere with the rights of others. He, that's not what happened. He didn't interfere with the rights of others and he yeah. didn't disrupt the event. He didn't even have a megaphone. He was across the street from he the was, thing. He was across the street speaking. Yeah. And um, he was on public property. Right. And he had just as much right to be there and open his mouth and talk as anybody else did. And so, um, yeah, that's uh, what happened. But again, free speech doesn't count in that case. So, I mean, 
It does, though. The mayor's just an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. I hope this guy has. Re I would love to, a way to get in touch with this guy. I hope he has good representation because, I mean, that is a clear case where well, you they put him in handcuffs i know everything so you know adam steinbaugh who's the attorney for the foundation of, for individual rights and expression uh said should have never been in handcuffs in the first place the city needs to take measures to correct its officers misconduct and ensure that its officers will not violate the first amendment in the future um this is something we talked about yesterday mm -hmm. where you just start saying these people who look around and they're like oh i have to like these police officers yeah. I, I have to do something yeah yeah to show that we're okay with you guys right. over there. And so, again, you're bowing down and coddling yep. this group of people. Because I promise you, if it was a prayer rally across mm -hmm. the street and a pride activist, whatever that is, came up or a, a Satanist. Mm -hmm. I mean, you came to my show where the Satanists were protesting my deal. They don't get arrested. No. They don't get put in handcuffs. No. Hey, by the way, if you can ever get Satanists to one of your shows, it's guaranteed to sell it out. <laughs> People will show up and they don't even like me. And they're like, we bought a ticket because F Satan. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus loves you more if you go to uh, Chad Prather Live and buy a ticket. Jesus will bless you if you go in the next 10 minutes to watchchad.com. It's where all the fun stuff is. <laughs> And you buy a ticket to come see me in Beaumont or any number of places mm -hmm. across the board, all across the country. Extra points from Jesus. Yeah. La Jolla, California. I'm going into Satan's Den for yeah. three nights. Really? Yeah. Wow. 18th, 19th, and 20th at the uh, comedy store in La Jolla. Oof. Right outside of San Diego. That's where the frou-frou people are. That is. We're going to have a good time. With the frou-frous? I just like saying La Jolla. <laughs> Get me a hoe in La Jolla. <laughs> Just rolls off the tongue. Watchchat.com. <laughs> yeah. But you see the whole Garth Brooks, whatever you want to call it, Garth Brooks controversy, yes. if you will. Which Garth has always been a douche. Yes. Anybody that talks about themselves in the third, in the person, third person. You know, that's just not Garth, man. You know, when I think about what is Garth, I think about, you know, Garth wouldn't do that. Like Garth would never sing that song. <laughs> Could Garth pull his penis out of his own ass, you know, <laughs> make room for his head? Because that's where he stuck it on this Bud Light thing. So he's opening up, you know, you know, Lower Broad in Nashville is where they have all the touristy bars, mm -hmm. you know, the live music and stuff is going on down there. And it used to be fun. Right. And then they gave every bar down there some celebrity's name. So you got Alan Jackson's, you got Kid Rock's, you got Luke Bryan, you got name it dirks bentley's place you got and again these guys have nothing to do with it other than they loan their name right. and get paid, get paid for them to use their name you know jason aldean not a bad gig honestly uh, uh, john rich it. is the only one john rich our buddy john rich is the only one at redneck riviera who actually owns the bar mm. it's his bar he's got skin in the game the other ones have these big time investors in there so garth brooks got this deal coming in there and he made the comment he said we're gonna sell all kinds of beer and if you don't like it if you're an asshole you can go somewhere else so basically if you don't drink bud light because you're making a statement because hey we're not going to have this crammed down our throat anymore then automatically according to garth brooks you're an asshole and you can go somewhere else which you definitely should yeah i say go somewhere else mm -hmm. because again that's the rhetoric that pisses people off right, right? like 
I, first of all, Garth didn't know you had a bar. So if this is your campaign for marketing, didn't know you had Great a job. new bar coming out. Good job, kudos, because now we're talking about it. But your low friends in low places bar in honky tonk in gay pole pride dance house bath steam sauna <laughs> drinking Bud Light with a thong you bought to tuck from Target. <laughs> But he said, if you're an asshole, there's plenty of other places on Lower Broadway. Well, I just listed a lot of them. John Riches? Because John took Bud Light out of his place. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to get our Duquesne beer in there, the Duke. I'm trying to get that in there. It's coming. It's coming. And um, they have already talked to TJ McDaniel with Redneck Riviera and John Rich and all of them. He's like, send it on. Let's go. Sell some beer. Yeah. There's plenty of places. Well, I, I wonder, did Garth Brooks think that any of the uh, liberal boycotts that have happened, all of the leftists who try to cancel people like Tucker Carlson or, you know, try to cancel sponsorships of people because they disagree with them politically. Did Garth Brooks call any of them an right, asshole? Right. Well, that's not even what we're doing, by the way. We're just as a consumer choosing where we want to spend our dollars. These people are actively trying to cancel other people's careers because they disagree with them politically. So I'm just wondering if he's being objective when he's calling people assholes. Well, let's see. Let's see. There's a song by Garth Brooks that came out a few years ago. And I called it out a few years ago. He says, this ain't coming from no prophet, just an ordinary man. Uh, when I close my eyes... I see the way this world should be when we all walk hand in hand, when the last child cries for a crust of bread, when the last man dies for words that he said, when there's shelter over the poorest head, we shall be free. And that sounds great, right? Well, it's going to start getting a little contradictory here because he says, when the last thing we notice is the color of skin, the first thing we look for is the beauty within. When the skies and the oceans are clean again, we shall be free. Then he goes in the whole thing. When you're free to love anyone you choose, and the world's big enough for all different views, oh my including people that don't want to drink Bud Light. Right. <laughs> all different views. Right. All different views involve conservative views, narrow-minded views, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. leave me alone and limit you're overreaching to my life sort of views when we're free to worship from our own kind of pew can i be a satanist according to garth i can be right yeah. so again i hear what you're saying with this whole thing but again you start having this big open-minded idea and you don't believe in you believe in everything well you ultimately believe in nothing right and so he doubled down on the thing he doubled down and he said, I think diversity is the answer to the problems that are here and the answer no. to the problems that are coming. No. Well, no. again, diversity is one thing. But what you're saying about diversity and inclusivity is completely different from what the reality is when you try to bring that in. I also think diversity is what caused the problem. Right. Because if your diversity includes um, grooming children mm -hmm. or parading your junk in front of children, that's not my kind of diversity. I mean, we've talked about this on the show before. The, a society cannot cohesively exist where everyone is diverse and you have a completely different set of values and morals. No, that's why we're called. Somebody said to like me that, a bar. That's not a community. Somebody that's said to me in a bar conversation the other day, they said, well, America's not a melting pot. We're a mixing pot. I said, that's the problem. Exactly. Exactly right. Exactly You're supposed right. to be a melting pot, yes. so you don't, you can't identify which cheese melted into the other yes, cheese. You guys just made a stew, right. so you pull that out, and you still got the peas and the carrots, and you can distinguish which are the two. So that means you haven't assimilated into this culture. Yep. It said, okay, and what's the culture? It's constitutional freedom. Constitutional mm -hmm. freedom is what you've got to do, where you have a guiding principle that you're willing to abide by, mm -hmm. right? And that's not what you're willing to do. Yep. So, so there is there. It's okay to have some 
you know, assimilation. Right. We should right. have it. Right. Right. But again, now we got people who are crossing the southern border that have absolutely no desire whatsoever. And by the way, these people like Ilan Omar who want to, you know, practice Sharia law, it's 100 percent contrary to contradictory of and adverse to the U.S. Constitution. Mm-hmm. So you can't do it. Mm-hmm. So Garth, suck it. <laughs> the world's not big enough for all your different views. Said by Alpha Bigot. <laughs> That's my new rap name. Alpha, Alpha bigot. bigot, yo. I love it. Instead of Biggie Smalls, it's Bigot Smalls. Bigot Smalls. Oh, I love it. That's right. Bigot Alpha. All right. Uh, if you're dealing with that pain, that just will not go away. It's chronic. I got some ideas for you because you don't have to go through life just sustaining and dealing with pain. Sometimes you think there's no relief and there's no nothing you could do to get out of it. But I'm telling you. There's something you can do. It's something that I've done, and it works. Don't let it steal your joy anymore. If you're one of the people who experience with chronic pain, I know how awful it can be, but there's good news. It doesn't have to be that way. Relief Factor is a great way to reduce pain, which is mostly caused by inflammation in the joints. And when you take it as directed, it could possibly, absolutely, I'm going to go out on a limb and say, change your life. Not a drug, but it's developed by doctors, and it reduces inflammation in your body. 70% of the people who take it keep ordering it because it works. So if you're living with pain, try the three-week quick start. It's only $19.95, and it's a trial pack, and you're going to want more. Go to relieffactor.com. Call them 800, the number four relief. That's relieffactor.com. We'll be right back. You know, you never know, man. You go to a break around here and Sarah Gonzalez transitions into a man. Boom. Well, you weren't talking about that, Chad. (laughs) It just happens. My buddy David Iverson is here. He's uh, he has an incredible podcast, Cowboy State Politics. He's in the state of Wyoming and it's is like one of the most listened to shows up there right yep, and, it is the most listened to conservative show i mean there's only 70 people in wyoming well that's true i mean the market <laughs> works a little bit different there chad that's an easy joke that's an easy joke but i love wyoming i love going up there um i love that part of the country and i've done a lot of stuff up there and there's some good folks up there but some wild stuff going on up there too that's true and i want to talk to you about that and get into it but first let's let's play a clip that you brought in uh y'all y'all check this out so what it is is a drag show at the university that happened on April the 13th. That's the UW president. And in it. So that's the president of the University of Illinois. You're showing him the drag show. Yep. Did you hear what she said? No, I didn't. I couldn't hear. So he, he says, in ballroom, we say pussy a lot. We say pussy and cunt. That's what he says. So do you think that's that's an effective use or an appropriate use of taxpayer dollars? Well, I wouldn't say such things, so just say that, but... Well, it happened in the education auditorium, sir. That happened on campus. Oh, yeah. Do in the education interesting things sometimes. I, I was not there. I didn't see it. I wouldn't say such things myself. Okay. Well, it's, there's a lot more where that comes from. All right. At one point in the video, and I'd be happy to provide this to you, but at one point in the video, they say, F the kids. Okay. I mean, do you think that Wyoming citizens would appreciate our university doing this? I would not. I would think many people would find that offensive. Wow. 
what a response wow i wasn't there kids will or students will do some interesting things that's a typical political pass the book this is i mean it's 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 under the umbrella of your authority it's on your campus absolutely well and that drag show it was taking place about 30 feet from an elementary school they have an elementary school on the campus don't tell me that was a coincidence wow dude yeah that's and that's i mean this wyoming well and that's that's just the thing man it's a lot of people in wyoming you hear this all the time well you know this is wyoming that stuff doesn't happen here yeah well this was sponsored by the university Mm. it was paid for by the university and i had to send undercover investigators to to expose it wow so you sent people in and took that video yeah wow man yeah and there's there's a whole bunch more video where that came from dude and the crazy thing about it is i'll go to certain places like places in montana places in wyoming um and and people are like oh man it's just cowboy country up there everybody's got these old school values and stuff like get into one of those college towns and you'll find different well and that's just the thing chad you know the the entire rest of the state is very much as you describe it. Yeah. You know, very conservative people. You know, they're just hardworking folks and they don't really pay attention to what's happening at the school. <clears throat> and the truth is there is a huge effort at, at the University of Wyoming, well, on every college campus, to push this gender ideology, um, drag shows, you name it. And actually, this really was a drag training is what it was. What's that? I mean, what, in what way? What do you think? So they did the, uh, they did the drag show and then there was a, a portion of it where they trained people how to do what it was that they saw on on stage so oh, wow. you know the university's motto used to be the world needs more cowboys <laughs> we all liked it right yeah evidently now it's uh, the world needs more drag queens wow i mean it's it's just amazing and you know everybody that i've shown this video to i mean it's just blown their mind Dude, it's crazy. I was telling people on the show earlier this week, and I say it over and over again because people don't believe me. I, well, well, they do. I don't know. But, you know, we have a lot of small towns in Texas, some pretty rural areas, actually, where we have people that, for lack of better terms, they're activists from California who have transplanted, moved here with the express purpose of joining city councils and getting, you know, elected to school boards. And they came with an, excuse me, they came with an agenda, you know, to do that. And so uh, rural America is not exempt by any stretch of your imagination no and you're you're exactly right a lot of people are trying to get out of california or mm-hmm. the east coast and they find these you know like rural communities nice places to live nice place to raise your family uh, the trouble is they bring their politics with them yeah and well and a lot of times i in what i've started hearing lately is people say well they're just getting away from the oppressive taxes of places like california it doesn't mean they're conservative no it doesn't mean that they have the same values that you or i might have um, and, and again, nobody's necessarily asking them to convert to anything. I eh, sort of wish you would, you know, leave it at the state line before you come in here and turn this place into a bureaucratic nightmare. Uh, and I mean, I've told people, I said, you know, the most death threats I've ever gotten coming into a city to do a live show was in Missoula, Montana, of all places. Of all but places. again, it's a college town and it's a bunch of California transplants that are in there. And it's a, as you said, it's a different ideology and they're trying to push that thing. What? I mean, how did that how did that conversation ultimately end up with that college president? How, uh, how, that was pretty much the end of it. Oh, he was done at that point. Yeah. He looks at the camera and it's just a deer in the headlights yeah. look like, you know, oh, crap, I just got caught. It's amazing to me that those guys don't have a little more diplomacy. I mean, you can be a bullshit artist and uh, talk your way through some things and say nothing and still come out better than what I think his reaction was. Yeah, I mean, it, well, a lot of the, 
let me explain it this way. That sort of reporting doesn't happen in no. Wyoming. No. I mean, it's, um, I don't think that I've seen another um, news outlet or anything really to do any sort of uh, investigative reporting. Yeah. And so this was, I mean, something that totally surprised them. Now, another interesting part about this, Chad, is, you know, that video, of course, there's a video and then my podcast. Mm -hmm. It's been listened to a lot. And it, there has been almost nothing in the Wyoming media. Wow. I mean, it's uh, through a Freedom of Information Act request, I got some of, the, some of the documents from the school on what these two departments that put it on spent in the last fiscal year. Mm. One of them spent $722,000, and we can't figure out what exactly they actually did. Yeah. And then the other one spent nine hundred and twenty-two. dollars So in, in Wyoming terms, $1.6 million dollars of our money that that's a big number that's a lot of money in in wyoming yep and we don't know where that money got spent no they haven't exactly been all forthcoming about that but we're, <laughs> we're working on that <laughs> how much how often are you going out and, and exposing things like that well i actually did another um, investigation into uh, a similar event in rock springs okay um that's on the youtube channel also yeah uh, but that one uh, was a community outfit, a theater group that put on this drag show. And in the video, and I find that one to be more disturbing because there's about a dozen kids running around. Yeah, see, that's the problem. Yeah, I mean, it's it's horrific. Well, and again, if you're out at a private location, a, a private property, it's a bar or whatever it may be, and you choose to do that event, and the owners of that place choose to let you do that on their private property, that's one thing. You're doing country, it at the University man. of Wyoming. You're doing it on the campus. It's funded by the school. It's funded by the state. Taxpayer money. Exactly. That's a problem. That's a problem. I mean, you guys have been, you know, and I say that to the audience. People have been barking at us for years about having, oh, campus ministries and all these kind of things. But again, usually those things, while they're allowed to operate on a campus, they're not being paid for with taxpayer funds. No, it's all private. Yeah. And, and so, and then again, they're also not engaged in stuff that's sexually explicit. I'm so sick to death of these people who say, well, there's nothing sexual about drag. What? There absolutely yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, that's, you're playing stupid. Like, the, the whole point of a drag show is to indoctrinate people. Yeah. And, you know, that same group in Rock Springs that I mentioned, mm -hmm. they put on a Halloween party for children. Gee, I wonder what that was about. Wow. We'll talk some more. Let's go to a break. Um, make sure I'm at the right spot on this break here. The, uh, I think I am. Hey, listen, I want you guys to uh, picture for a minute what it would be like if all of a sudden there was a global medication supply chain shortage. You couldn't get antibiotics and it just disappeared right before your eyes. Uh, you know, most of the medicine that's manufactured for our country is not manufactured in our country. It's manufactured in places like India and China. So if things go south and they're probably going to, they're going to take care of their own needs first. So what do you do when all of a sudden you or somebody you love needs, say, antibiotics and there's just aren't any to be had well you should have a supply on hand in case of a disaster it's part of your preparedness program it should be at least and jace case from jace medical is a great way to keep yourself prepared for the worst it's a pack of five different courses of antibiotics that you can use to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses like you know respiratory infections sinusitis skin infections utis and a whole lot more listen every listener of this show everybody that watches this you should have a jace case on hand you should not go to bed tonight before you order your family 
family's Jace case. It's a great way to be ready for shortages, and it's perfect for traveling. Listen, don't get caught unprepared. Go to jacemedical.com, enter code CHAD, I spell it Chad, at checkout, promo code Chad at jasemedical.com, and we'll be right back. So what um, – you said this president, you said he's pretty active in terms of being pro-LGBT stuff on campus. Oh, yeah. There's, there's pictures of him with uh, – um, there's, there's a big LGBT lobbying group in the state yeah. um, called Wyoming Equality. And, I mean, they're behind a lot of this stuff. Right. And there's pictures online of him hugging on all of them, yeah. um, showing up at LGBTQ type events. I mean, he's yeah. very much – which again, fine. Knock yourself out. I don't. I don't care. But uh, in, if you're using taxpayer money to fund these things, you're doing it on a college campus. If you're involving kids or anywhere near kids, um, no, no bueno. Can't can't sign off on that. You know. Well, and that's that's the big thing, Chad. You know, it's a free country. Sure. You know, if you want to go on private property and go to your private event, fine. Stay away from the kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a hard concept, really. I mean, it, it we should, should just be. be common sense. But we're gonna we're gonna see it's gonna get worse before it gets better in regards to that. The idea that these parents are willing to take their kids and expose them to this stuff that's that's where I just lose my shit. Really, honestly, I don't know how to deal with that. Well, and it, like I told you, that deal in Rock Springs, yeah. there's a dozen kids are running around that thing. I mean, what I don't understand the thinking that goes through your head to say, "Wow, this would be a good event to take my little children to." Yeah, I want to see the new Little Mermaid. Maybe go to Disney on Ice, you know, maybe walk around the park, see some fireworks, and then see some, you know, dude in drag. I mean, it's such a, such a quality entertainment for our family, you know? Exactly right. So, I don't know. It's crazy. Well, dude, thanks for doing that. Thanks for spo- exposing it. Because here's the thing. If it can happen in Wyoming. It can happen know, everywhere. Everywhere. I appreciate it. And the thing is, it is happening everywhere. You know, it is happening everywhere. And we just got to stop turning a blind eye to it. And and I love what you did right there. You weren't out of line by saying, hey, this is happening right here on your campus. You're paying for it. What do you think about it? Exactly. I think and we need to put more of them on the spot like absolutely that. Absolutely, we do. Yeah. And, you know, and I think all it takes is, like, citizen journalists whipping yeah. out their cell phone and just exposing this stuff. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. Where can people find you? Um, anywhere you, you find your podcast, it's Cowboy State Politics. Cowboy right? State Politics. I like it already. And again, I, as I was telling you, um, you know, my buddy Zach Rushing, that uh, we travel together and do a lot of shows together right now. Um, he played football, University of Wyoming. Um, got a number of friends that actually played football. They're all cowboys. Even got the cowboy logo tattooed on their body so well that might be might be mandatory now <laughs> yeah, i think you got to get branded in some yeah. kind of way um but uh yeah but thanks for doing what you're doing and thanks for taking the time i'm glad i hope you enjoyed your visit to texas hanging out oh it was great like i was telling you went to the rangers game last night yeah uh, we had a great time it's yeah been a, and, been and, a and the rangers the texas rangers baseball club is the only one in the major leagues who decided not to have a pride night uh i mean they stood against the whole thing so you know what was cool about last night mm. there was no politics I love that. It was just baseball. Yeah. You know, people think that – I have people all the time who think that I just go home and only want to talk about culture and politics no. all the time. It's like, no, I just want to exist. But, I, but I'm very outspoken when it comes to protecting kids and being left alone and you live your life with, you know, some dignity and not having the governmental overreach. So Exactly right. And yeah. you just don't, don't shove your agenda down my throat and you just <laughs> yeah. you do you and yeah. I'll do me. Yeah. 
David Iverson. Be sure to uh, check out his podcast. I'm 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 going to subscribe to it. So Excellent. and and I will tell you guys when you're over there leaving ratings and reviews for the Chad Prather Show, go leave some ratings and reviews for him because that helps boost his algorithm a little bit higher and exposes you know these shows you should be listening to where podcasts are offered. So do that for Cowboy State Politics. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks, and, uh, Chad. I appreciate it. Thanks for hanging out. All right, guys, um, you got to clean your guns. That is part of being a gun owner and being responsible, but I want to give you a better way to do it. I don't know if you've seen these things, Dave. It's called Barrel Buddy, man. These are pretty cool right here. They basically, they had this idea. They're like, hey, you know those floaty things, mm-hmm. those noodles you float on in the pool? They said, what if we took some of those polymers, put them together, and as it goes through, it actually does a couple of different things. So these things actually will compress to fill the interior of your gun's barrel, and it cleans the rifling grooves, and uh, it will uh, it will actually we won't leave behind the residual particles like a lot of the uh, fabrics do when you push them through there. It'll scrub. It'll collect the particulates. It'll absorb any remaining residue. It'll buff the interior surface clean. You can even lubricate your firearm while you're cleaning it. So I want you to go over to BarrelBuddy.com and uh, and you know make this experience a little bit easier for you because cleaning your guns is a really important step in being a responsible gun owner. It's a new concept. It's a better concept. So I want you to check it out when you're taking care of your firearms. I guarantee you'll love them. Go over to BarrelBuddy.com. That is BarrelBuddy.com and we'll be right back. There's so many clips I want to show you from earlier in the week. Uh, Here's one this i-95 man check this out clip 10 just the whole collapse of this thing man um you do start to wonder and worry about the infrastructure of the united states and you know we've had the train derailments we've had bridge collapses we've had explosions and factories we've had cows dropping dead now we got i mean this is scary you're driving down the road and i'm like where's pete Buttigieg? you know maybe he's been looking at the wrong holes but uh like that's scary deal right that's i-95 and uh yeah the whole road collapsed right the whole bridge did so i mean i think you ever think about that when you're driving down the highway you know 70 miles an hour and you're like what if this bridge just bloop well i didn't until recently yeah i mean i mean i've seen videos over the years of these old rickety bridges or bridges that haven't had maintenance you know uh, there was one I think it was in Minnesota that happened you know years ago and it's like wow dude it's yeah, a tragedy they said, they said that's going to take a few months to fix so wow I can only imagine the traffic they need to put they need to put Ron DeSantis in charge of that thing there <laughs> that was in Florida it happened in three days but uh <laughs> Hey, listen, guys, I hope you know that we do love you, and uh, and we love everybody. We love everybody. But now we'll make fun of everybody, too. But I'll also call people out. It, it doesn't make you a bigot. It doesn't make you uh, some kind of extremist. It doesn't make you hate-filled. It's not about hate, guys. It's about right and wrong. And when you call out things that are wrong, that doesn't mean you hate the people who are doing it. No, what we'd really love to see you do is turn from that and go a different direction in your life because we know that the end of that is a wild destruction that you really don't want any part of in your life. So when you're when you're building that house of cards, remember that one day it's going to fall. It always falls, just like that bridge fell in right there. When they built that, they didn't anticipate that one day it was going to fall. But you know what? There was a fault line and something happened. There's some ideologies out there that we've looked at specifically this week that I'm telling you there's a lot of fault lines. Now, I'm not saying anyone among us is perfect, but man... When you are pursuing things that are evil, 
and you speak the things that are evil, it's going to come back on you in a way that you really are going to regret. And by telling somebody that they're headed down a highway that, the, that it's going to fall in and they're headed to destruction, that's not hate. That's actually compassion. And I want to encourage you guys to keep speaking up because you never know who's life you're going to change and maybe even whose life you're going to save so stay strong out there and stay vigilant it's not being done in vain we love you hey uh, i want you to come and uh, see me have some laughs and do some fun things with us we got again biloxi this weekend we're going to be in beaumont at the jefferson theater on the uh, 24th zach rushing and myself and we're looking forward to some laughs with you guys and a big crowd it's selling fast so get your tickets at watchchad.com is where all the fun stuff is check out the store while you're there and don't forget to subscribe to blaze tv blaze tv.com slash chad use promo code chad so you can get the overtime this weekend have a great weekend and we love you god bless you bye